We are back. This is episode 93, I think. This is the Oscar recap. I got the nigga Kendall with me again. So with it. We were supposed to do a live stream last night, and I was just like, eh, I don't think I'm in the mood for all that. All right, so <laughs> so I have to ask, though, like, with everything that happened, do you regret not doing a live stream? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like our live stream would have been, like, super boring for three hours. It would have been super live for, like... 20 minutes and then it would have been super boring again for like the last what hour hour but yeah my, my brother asked me that he was like the moment it happened he came downstairs he was like bro i bet you re- bet you regret not doing that live stream now don't you i was like <laughs> yeah I was like, kinda yeah i was like you don't get moments you don't see moments like that on tv all the time it was funny the other podcast listed double toasted them niggas actually did live stream on twitch yeah and i saw the reaction and they was like what the f-? it was just like <laughs> they- I mean, we'll talk. We'll just, talk about it. it just, oh, when we yeah. get to the Oscars first, but uh, in uh, first news, you haven't, you haven't started Atlanta season three, have you? I have not started Atlanta season three. Oh my three god, yet. I ain't gonna say nothing, but that nigga Donald reminded folks because y'all was trying to compare it to Dave. I remember, <laughs> I, I I was Pepperidge Farms remembers nigga. If I was trying to compare it Atlanta to Dave, I just like I told you like for me the biggest thing with the show is just like how how many stars are just like. Oh man! Blown up since the show first. That's why I was asking you. I was like, "Could you tell like the production quality of the show yeah, and everything went like, up?" They're legit filming in Europe. They legit filmed that season in Europe. Because like I know just the budget to get, and I don't know what everyone's contract was. You know, sometimes people are signed for three, sometimes people are signed for all four. But like, yeah, for some of the people, you probably had to redo their contracts. Like I'm sure there's a lot of money going to that show for these last yeah. two seasons. You you 100 have to redo their contracts because yeah. I think they. Not only did they blow up immediately, one, because Lakeith Stanfield, who's there, is he did Get Out immediately after. He did Sorry to Bother You, which is an amazing movie, cult amazing. classic. And then he went on to do Judas and the Black Messiah. Another amazing movie. Brian Tyree Henry has done damn near everything. I can't even list you really. Oh, yeah, Lakeith was also in Knives Out as well. Oscar nominated. I can't even tell you what Brian Tyree Henry, he's done so much since then. Godzilla vs. Kong. He's Godzilla vs. Kong, Eternals. He's done more, man. He does. He's one of, like you said, he said it perfectly. He's like one of them guys, he'd just be watching a movie, and he'd be like, That's why that. Bro, he'd be like, What? That's why that uh, lie used to kill me, season one. Like, yo, ain't like, ain't you Paperboy? Because, like, I'd be thinking the same shit we probably like, Hey, yo, is that Paperboy? Like, it took me a minute to start calling by his real day because he's always Paperboy to me. <laughs> yeah, man. He just, he's literally in everything. And he's and he's great, genuinely, he's, in everything I see. He's a good actor. He's very good actor. He's the best part. Yeah. Especially. Was he the best part of Eternals for you? Yeah, I wish there was more of him. Yeah, I would Because his line delivery was amazing. Yeah. Like, I wish we saw more of his character in that movie. I would agree. I would agree. And then Zay-Z Beats, she may be the one person that was... Oh, he was also in Joker. Yeah, Same with Zay-Z Beats. She was in Joker. She's probably the one who's, like, on the lower tier of who's blowing up. And she still did Joker. She still did Deadpool, too. Yeah. So these folks are... Did she die in that movie? I can't remember. I don't nah. think so. So then you think she'll come back for three, right? Oh, safe to assume. In Deadpool, I would hope so. I would get think that, so. Get that MCU money. Got to get that MCU money. She was man. great as she was great as Domino. She killed it. She was great. She played off of Ryan Reynolds a lot better than I would have thought. I'll, especially their dynamic with the three of them it was her, T.J. Miller, yeah, and Ryan Reynolds. And like, she re- she played off him a lot better than I I thought I, I was expecting. So if but now look, it doesn't seem as crazy because we watching now. One of my friends she hasn't seen Atlanta, so we were rewatching season one together. And I'm like, yo, her comedic timing with Donald Glover is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I need to go back and rewatch and season one. Specifically, she has a, um, a B plot 
in season two of, um, I mean, episode two, season three, that just dropped with her side plots with Lakeith Stanfield. I said, yo, she is a chameleon at this point. <laughs> like, she bounces off people so well. Like, she was great having two, she had two of solo episodes, one in season one, one in season two. Like, she's really good yeah. at just, like, fitting in wherever she needs to be. And then in. I assume Donald, of course, he killed it. Mm-hmm. Of course. Oh, man. He's perfect. He was perfect. I guess they're not. I guess they're skipping the storyline that they were doing in season two with oh. Clark County because they've kind of said like, "Hey, yo, we've been to, like, yeah, we were here last time in Europe at a smaller venue, but we're back this time. Like, we're back. I think they're in Amsterdam. So wait, they did a Masters of None thing where you just like, they just kind of time skipped a little bit. So they did a Masters of None thing. Yeah, they just did it right. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds. That sounds. I said, which is cool, me because like. And I could tell, like, they're clearly getting money now. Oh, like, of course. Like, Ern, Ern is it's easy for him to get, like, a van, a shuttle for them to, like, run through. Yeah. He pulled out 10 bands, like, it's nothing. I will say, their jokes are kind of slick. They had him, so, once one side plot. Well, it's not side plot, it's like a little gag. Paperboy gets arrested. You don't know why or what. He is in that... European ch- prison chilling. He he got a flat screen TV. And they, <laughs> they asking him what he wanted. He said, "Y'all got to pay for this. Like any commissary or something." He said, "No, nah, like it's all in the house." <laughs> I said, "Yeah, we got this food for you." <laughs> and they was they're the nicest people to him. He said, "Yo, can I get my food?" And uh, he said, "Hey, can you turn that light off me? Light off me while I take a nap." <laughs> I said, hey, "So he paid your bill." I tell him I'll be out in a few hours, man. I'm gonna finish this nap. <laughs> <laughs> It is very, <laughs> they're on point, and I love it. But that's good. That's tough though for a show because it was off the air what two four years. Oh, it was off the air four years. It was supposed to come back in twenty twenty. That's tough for a show when you be on. You know when you're off the air that long to be able to like pick up, not only kind of right where you left off, but even still like, still genuinely feel like the show. You know, hit the same comedic yeah. points and stuff like that that the show had when it was in its prime. Like that's pretty impressive. Now, luckily, since the show kind of always based off of like it was, it was. Clearly show that progresses forward, but it felt more like it dealt with isolated episodes. Yeah. While still being loosely connected. So it was easy to kind of really just pick it up. So it's just like, hey, we told you it's going to be in Europe. Let's do Europe. But it's not the same European tour as last time. Hmm. So I was like, okay, that's a cool little concept. And it's phenomenal, man. I can't wait to see the rest of the season. That's good. I got to catch up, man. I, 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 I've been meaning to. It's just... But you have been watching Winning Time, though, haven't I you? I have been watching Winning Time. You know, I had, you know, being the 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 basketball historian that I love to be, I, I I was very interested. Although I think it's funny that Magic Johnson was like, "Yeah, I ain't with that." And then he got his own show dropping on Apple TV. He got his own documentary coming out. That's <laughs> what I said. Russ, how you know you got money when you can just be like, "Nah, I don't like that show. Let me make my own show." Bro, right? And I think. Cause they they're not doing magic crazy, but you could tell it's like oh they're really trying to tell the real. Uncut. Oh, they're they're showing a hundred percent the uncut, the 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 the. the <laughs> well, they're showing Magic Johnson, EJ. <laughs> they going now. The dude who played who's playing him is perfect. Nails it. He is amazing. Yeah, he he nailed. Really, to be honest with you, the only character that's kind of like where I'm kind of like eh was the dude playing Jerry West. They have him a bit too angry. Yeah, like, yeah, I think that's kind of like my, and I guess I understand why, you know, kind of for the show it, it works and being like the angry, like vengeful old NBA player. Mm-hmm. But he's the only one where I'm just like, eh. now of course I don't, you know, Jerry West way before my time, so I don't really know what he was like when he was young. But I haven't heard anything that led me to believe that he was like this 
super super angry dude. But John was John C. Riley. Uh, what's it? Doc, uh, Jerry Bus. Yeah, I'm saying that's it. John C. Riley, right? Yeah, yeah, he kills it. Like he 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 kills. It. Oh, he keeps. Going. He is he is literally like every time he's on screen, I'm like, yeah, this dude. You know who's underrated? Because you see him more in episode four than you did before. The dude who plays Kareem. Oh, see, that's what I, I haven't, I haven't, yeah, cause I haven't got to four yet. So like, he was in episode one, mm-hmm. and I, in the few moments he had, I was like, dang, he kind of did kill that. But I haven't seen him since. Even the dude that plays <laughs> uh, Nixon. That's you know, that's his son. Yeah, I just found that out today. I just found that. I out happened today. to find it out because I was looking for just watch, trying to watch clips of Winning Time last week, and the dude who's playing Norm Nixon, he was like, they had a whole interview, like little six minute interviews, how what it's like for him to play his father. I'm like, I see times like these, I'm perfectly fine because he's already an actor. Yeah. He's been acting since he was a kid. So I'm, at that times like that, I'm fine with you playing your father. So oh, like, hold on now, now. I do have to ask a question because you put a lot of uh, filters on top of that. So were you not fine and straight out of Compton when a boy played his dad? You talking about O'Shea? No, he, he was good too. Also, okay. Okay. I'm cool with it as well with that, but I'm more so talking about. When they recently casted for um, Bob Marley, I think for, I don't know if it's a TV movie or oh, yeah. a biopic, yeah. but people kept saying, he has so many grandsons right there. I said, bro, these niggas probably don't act. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> you don't realize like how much you can like damage the show if yep. you, if the guy playing, you know, in that case, Bob Marley, like legit can't act. Yeah. Cause then it's tough. It's then like, it's, yeah, you look and act like you look and sound like him when it comes to acting and getting his new, like the nuances of his personality trait down. It's kind of different. So, like with Norm Nixon, you have this kid again who was already, who's already an actor, and he's like, "I'm playing my father. Just got to do my best impersonation of my father." And he's killing. Which it. it's he's killing, but you could tell he's definitely like on ten. Oh yeah, hey, it's oh. clearly his interpretation of how he sees his dad. Nah, what I f- had me dead was when they went to. First of all, I don't know if you ever saw the fish that say Pittsburgh. No, I haven't. I, my dad showed me that a long time. So, Dr. J. So, when they were talking about it, I was just like, dang, that's hilarious. And then for him to be like, cut out the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's just sitting in there. They're like, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Was that your part? He's just sitting there in the theater. I was like, dang. Because I was thinking back. I was like, I don't feel like I don't remember him in the movie. I just remember Dr. J was the star. <laughs> well, that was cold, but now nah, they 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 showing all the magic, like all magic's dirty laundry. It's like a hundred percent getting aired out. But this episode was cool. Like they're kind of showing you how they did into the running gun offense, and you see the team. It's taken them a long time to figure it out because they're so used to playing post through Kareem. They're playing post through Kareem. Well, really, I guess basketball at that point. Yeah, pre- post. yeah bas- that's pretty much the thing. Like basketball essentially was running through the post, so you're taking up twenty twenty three seconds off the clock. Yeah, to like just score. And they're like, okay, we're going to run like this fast break offense. They did not figure it out, especially when they were trying to run practice. They kept having Magic and Norm go against each other. Mm. And once they figured out, the coach figured out, hey, let's run these two together. With him, Magic, Wilkes, Michael Cooper, and Kareem. Dog. The way, the way they're running, the way they ran the fast break offense in the practice, you could, bro, they clearly studied. Like, because oh, when, when Ma- bro, the dude who plays Magic, the way he do- he does the passes perfectly. I was about to ask like, that. He I does a skip when, uh, he, when he does the bounce pass. He does it all. I feel like anytime I watch like a basketball movie or a ba- really sports movie, sports show in general, you always got to ask like, how how is the actual like 
Because I haven't really got much of them playing basketball. Yet. Oh, so man. does it look like legit like they're it, playing ball? It looked legit like they're That's playing cool. ball. Yes, sir. That's all. Like, they're setting picks and everything for each other. Like, you could tell, man, they put some time into this. So, I rock with the show, bro. That's cool. I rock with it. Uh, here's a question. What did you think of the dude playing Pat Riley? Oof. And he was, I saw a lot of, I don't want to say, like, pushback on Twitter. I'm, I saw, I saw a lot of people on Twitter like, eh. If there's I'm, one, like, weak casting. It's probably, it's probably, not saying Adrian Brody is a good actor. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Knowing how I see Pat Riley. Cause remember this same Pat Riley, he's same person tell like LeBron, no, you're not running this team. And maybe he'll turn into that in like he, the next three episodes. Yeah, because at this point he remember he's still just the assistant right. coach, so he's not. Oh, he he, got, he gets the assistant coach. I ain't got that far. Well, I mean, well, you kind of just know. Well, I mean, I know he gets there. I mean, I know right yeah. now because I know right now when I left off, he was auditioning yeah. the broadcast and he cut his hand. Oh yeah, so at this point he's not the assistant coach, but you know, at one point since 1979, yeah, yeah, they're gonna clearly he's gonna eventually be the assistant coach that yep. year. So man, it's. I'm glad HBO Max, good television. Man, they they cooking with these new shows, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta catch up on some shows, man. So man, the time is getting. Let's just go ahead and get to the Oscars, man. Oh, Where do we? Because we're gonna get into that other part later. Because we gotta, course, we have a gotta, lot to say. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's start. Let's start with. Hey, we well, just let you know. Hope you know. I'm goaded when it comes to this Oscars prediction shit. <laughs> You did. You you called. You you were you were called. I I was very. Sh- I thought Power of the Dog like was gonna have a better night than it did. Um, I've, I've seen this. It's all at the one point. The Oscars are just like really just politics and what makes people feel good. Outside of they want like a random upset, you pretty much could tell who was gonna be. Well, the I knew when Coda won. What did it win? Best was adapted. Or best best adapted screenplay. Which one did it win? It won. It won one of those. See now, I have, to, I have to look it up because. When I did my predictions for him, Cyan Header, I... She won, they won which, which she one? She won Best Adapted. Best Adapted, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when she won Best Adapted, yep, I was she wrote, like... Yeah, she wrote and directed. Yeah, uh, co- when she won co- Best co- Adapted, I was like, all right, well, I I, I was like, all right, this one, it's trending. And then yeah. and then Old Girl from Power of the Dog won uh, yeah, Best did. Director for... And what I've known about Best Picture and Best Director, they normally never coincide with each other. Oh, wow. You know, I, pe- I peeped that for a few. Well, every, well, every once in a while, they will. I was about to say, because the Parasite year did. Yep. Every few years, they will, but mostly, especially when I was a teenager, Best Director, it's like it will, it, it was kind of like it would go back and forth every other year or mm-hmm. every three years. But most likely, most times, Best Director will go to one, Best Picture will go to another. Because uh, Ang Lee, he won Best Director um, in 2013 mm-hmm. for Life of Pi, but Argo won Best Picture. Mm Hell, honestly, they now that was you talking about a movie. That's back when Best Picture was five, right? It was still. I think they they were just going through. Just they just kept it at ten. Oh, at was that it? point, okay. Because I think that's the year that I was expecting Lincoln to win. Oh yeah, yeah, Lincoln, won. great movie. Because it's like you know, it's like uh, oh, the, it's like oh, the hundred fiftieth yeah. year since the Emancipation Proclamation. Yeah. So they're like, oh, it was set up, and they said yeah. Argo. I said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they be doing shit Bro, like I that. Remember, like, I remember. I think my dad took me out of school to go see Lincoln. Uh, you know, year I'm thinking about a lot when I'm thinking about like a random upsets that make no sense. How they set up for the entire show and was it 2019? We're thinking that the Freddie Mercury movie was gonna win. Yes, we're thinking the Freddie Mercury movie was gonna win, yes. and they said Green Book. Yes. <laughs> now the funniest reaction is Chadwick Boseman because he like he like looks back. He's like, "Boy, I told y'all they were gonna do some foolery up here." That nigga look mad as <laughs> hell. He told you. That was shocking. So that was shocking. And then 
Is it next year, 2020? Is that the pandemic Oscar? No, 2021 mm-hmm. is the pandemic Oscar. Which one's the one they do when they when Best Picture when they when they set the whole thing up for Chadwick? Oh, that was last year. Last year, last year's twenty twenty one. Yeah, right. So yeah, yeah, that was that was crazy too. Because and I mean, they I'm, gave it to the person who couldn't even be there. I'm sitting there he's old. Well, because you're sitting there watching it, and they're going. First of all, the show was eh, and I didn't like. The, I didn't. I didn't. Really I, didn't like, I didn't even watch it live. I'm not gonna lie. Last so, year I didn't watch. Well, so watching it live, they 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 announced Best Picture third. For- Third to last. Yeah, normally, best actor best, comes. Best actor normally comes like th- uh, third, like not a third, like three quarters of the way into the show. Yes, and so yeah, so they announced best picture very early. So you're like, okay, like, so when they, when you figure out that best male actor is gonna be the last one, you're like, all right, well, it's clearly setting up for like a which you know. I, hold on, I, so hold on to that point because I like deal with upsets like that. When we get into what we're gonna talk about later, okay. Keep keep that in mind and remind me. Okay. Until we get into it, because I'm starting to really understand how the Oscars have been working for the past ten years or so. Okay. I'm starting to kind of, because I, I just kind of just been thinking back. It, it's starting to make. You connecting the pieces of yeah, the puzzle. I've been kind of just start putting the putting figure the, the Oscars together. out. Yeah, I'm talking about like to a degree where I thought I knew what the show was ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Nah, like I don't know if they changed or what, but well, let's start with. Was there anything that we liked about the show? Let's start there. Like, I thought Beyonce's opening, I think she Beyonce, killed the opening. Beyonce, killed Beyonce, it. Beyonce killed, killed, is killed phenomenal. It. Killed it. I'll continuously say, be, I will champion Beyonce to the day I die. I'm not going to lie. Also, Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer, and Regina Hall, shout out to them. They did way better than I thought they would do. I thought they were going to be horrendous. I would say so, Wanda Sykes did very good to me. I think Regina Hall was good as well too. I don't like that that one, ju- but again, I think it's because Regina Hall's always has the jokes about her about like her being like just overly like horny. That's always been her. That's uh, been her thing nah, for a, a minute. You're right. You're right. You're right. Because remember she was doing she was sitting on everybody's lap in that interview for the oh the yeah best when man. uh yeah best man Hall yeah yeah. So she's always she's always kind of just leaning to that persona, which works. But I'm just like talking about COVID test. I'm like, ah, I don't think that's. Uh... But if, if you were to, if you were to say one was the best, you would you would say Wanda Sykes. Wanda, yeah. but Wanda, she just has that in her. She does. Amy Schumer should not have been on. She that. shouldn't have. She did not fit. She I think to me at the point you need another black person. At that I would point. have agreed. And you know who I probably would have gotten at that point? Probably Tracy Ellis Ross, who could like best bounce off of them okay. very easily. Because okay. Re- Wanda Sykes is a true comedian. Regina Hall is delivery funny. Right. You need somebody else who just kind of can fluidly fit, fill fill the gap in between them, and I think it's probably Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah. Okay. So they didn't do as bad as you you thought. They that. did. They weren't. I, I okay. I I can I so, can back that up because they didn't crash and burn like I. Well. So I have a scale. Okay. What we kind of do kind of like how we have a scale for SNL hosts. It's like, are you? I don't even think about who we would say would be the best host on SNL. Probably at this point, Justin Timberlake. It's probably like the cream of the crop because they keep inviting him back. <laughs> it's like him, Dwayne, The Rock, Johnson. Those are like the best hosts. Or even at one point, John Goodman. Like John Goodman, Steve, Steve Martin. These are like the best hosts. Yeah. And then you have January Jones. <laughs> I saw that episode live. January Jones is so awful. Like none of the skits hit. Like she brought the whole thing down. So in contrast, 2011, I believe. And Hathaway and James Franco, jokes didn't hit. They were an awkward fit together. I can see that. They you clearly just tell they were there because like they were. The, I think they were replacements, and they're like the hot people in Hollywood at the time. Mm-hmm. So they could tell it was last minute, mm-hmm. and it just didn't work. 
they did better than I expected. I think it's. I'm finally glad they moved away from the no hosting because no hosting wasn't working. I saw. I think it were the first year they did it was. It's because it was last minute. Because Kevin Hart didn't want to apologize, dumbass nigga. Yeah, the first year. (laughs) The first year they did it, I thought it. I was like, okay, that one. I it it worked the first year, and then the the coming the year after that, I was like, nah. It's because they had. It's because they had the pseudo good ratings, so they're like, oh, it worked. So I'm like, nah, Kevin Hart would have torn that torn that place down. Yeah, no, they they. I was telling you their next host. They need to get the Kevin Hart thing figured out. Yeah, they you gotta you gotta get a bro, a big big name. No one host. cares about the Kevin Hart thing. Just bring him back. Like, no, yeah, just yeah. Hey, no one cared about it back then. No, 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 no. It's just not honestly. He made a bigger deal about it than it should have been. Yeah, hundred percent. This nigga with a whole media tour. It's talking about. I'm not sorry. I'm like, bro, you're wasting me. He was doing time. videos and posting them on social media. Like, I'm just not gonna apologize. We were I just know. Like, bring him in. As much as I wasn't a fan of his last stand up special or. How he's he's trying so hard to prove a point that doesn't exist. Hell, Dave Chappelle would make a great host. I think it's just the way Dave. You Chappelle, ain't getting away with Dave Chappelle as an Oscar host anymore. Because he, he, he burned cause that bridge. He's and also he tries too hard to be controversial. Yeah, and that's he, the one thing. Yeah, where he burned that bridge. Versus that last special to kind of put him in. Not not like, like he he tried. Not like, not like canceling him. Just like it just he's not. He, he's out the Oscars. He tried way too hard to just be controversial. Yeah, and that's the one thing I just don't rock with. But I'll even say, hell, Eddie Murphy could be a great host. Ooh, yeah. Hell, um, somebody. I'll, also, who could be a great host to me? i like to see Donald Glover do host. I can see that. Because I remember when he hosted the um, the Woodies in 2011. I said, like, this dude is actually pretty good. <laughs> this before I really realized he was rapping. I was like, this guy's pretty good at, he has like a great person. I feel like my boy, I'm going to put him out there, you got to laugh. My boy Drake could be a good host. I don't oh, know, Drake, if, Drake I don't know if you remember him when he did, he did he the did NBA Awards, he did the ESPYs. Yeah, I remember. Drake, Drake could yeah, also be, be a great host. He would be host. great at that too. And you could get a couple musical performances, you know what I'm saying? Like, you get the best of both worlds. So, and, but they got to bring the host back. Gotta, but Regina and them didn't do as bad as I thought. They didn't. Some of these presenters, it just didn't make any sense. Like. <laughs> my thing is if you're going to have two presenters you need to have some form of chemistry together whether they know each other personally have had conversations or they did a project together where it makes sense so which group is, are you just for like cause I'm trying to think like the, dude, the first the, the tall Australian dude and oh, the other from, girl uh, cause uh, he's he's, the, he, he's in Euphoria and he, yep and he's the one he's in the, what's that Netflix movie The Kissing Booth yep. he knows yeah that one that one was awkward. I was about to say because they did Pulp Fiction had a group yeah that was a good one and then um, Godfather did too Godfather had a group um, the Disney princesses had a group, which which shit, shit like that is really cool to me. Like, yeah, those really work. Some of the stuff they said I didn't agree with, but that's more on the people that were actually writing the the telephone. Because, yeah, because yeah, side note, if you guys didn't know, most beasts, a lot of this banter is pre written. Yeah, yeah. So they don't they don't come with it on the spot. So some of the stuff they wrote for them to say, I didn't quite agree with. But yeah. we'll talk about that and the stuff we didn't like. And I think that's the difference. The difference you could tell between um, Golden Globes and Oscars. Mm-hmm. For the most part, since they get comedians or comedian esque type people mm-hmm. to host the Golden Globes, you can tell they most for the most most part they write their own material, mm-hmm. or they have their personal writers. So, like anytime Amy Poehler or Amy Poehler and Tina Fey did it, or Ricky Gervais, it worked. Mm-hmm. It worked very well. Uh, I liked, I loved the acceptance speeches. Yeah, I thought everyone gave, and it's for the first. Isn't this the first year that they didn't play the music off of them? No, yeah, that's what I loved. Everyone kind of let them, you know, let them rock them. And uh, Kevin Costner gave up there, went up there, and gave a great speech just about how the movies impacted him and that feeling he had growing up and sitting in the theaters and blah blah blah. 
And I was like, oh, wow. That, that's what the show needed. And, I, and we'll get into why I felt like it needed to in a little bit. But that's all, that's really all I, I liked about it. That was That's kind of it. Like, Beyonce was great. I thought the speeches were great. Um, they're, they're, That's all I have to say positive about the show. Like, So, as far as... Like, now, where do you want to start as, about, as far as what you didn't like about it? Oh, Because I'm not going to lie. This may be the first year. Normally, every year that I watch, I'm truly engaged. Mm-hmm. I think one year I had you guys over to mm-hmm. watch it together. Another year, I think a few years we got together and watched it. Oh, yeah, or we would be on the phone with each other while we watched it. Where do I want to start with what I didn't like? But I think is- I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to start with my big picture issue with the Oscars now. And it's that, I, and I keep telling you, the Oscars has to decide. Who is our audience, right? Who are we trying to appeal to? And I think once you decide that, then you craft your show around that. And what I mean yep. by that, before you go, what I mean by that, mm-hmm. is one of the things that, and I and I and I, and I did kind of, I never feel bad for like film Twitter, and so like I actually felt bad for them because they were saying this and it was so true. It's like the Oscars. Is, I always say with the NBA, it's like when the NBA. I know film Twitter sucks. By the way, <laughs> when NBA games are playing, I hate when commentators are dissing the product on the court because. Mm-hmm. Because people, the the people's perception of what they're watching is impacted by the, the opinions of the people talking, right? Yeah. And so I'm wa- listening to Amy Schumer and them, and, and Regina Hall and Wanda Sykes, even though they didn't bomb it like I thought they would, and they're constantly just going on about how these movies are so long, or how no one watched these movies, or how and, and they cracked the joke about the last duel where it was like. So you know, what pissed me off about that. I hate when people complain about the length of movies, but we sit here and binge watch an entire TV show. Yeah, and so like that type of shit has always pissed me off so much because like there's no way you can sit here now. If you want to say you complain about seeing the movie in theaters that's two and a half hours long, I will give you that. Okay, fair. Because you know, like that's your a good amount of chunk of your day is spent inside of a theater. It doesn't bother me. Right. But if I'm sitting at home, a two hour, 45 minute movie, I ain't got shit to do today. <laughs> it was in a pandemic. A lot of folks were not really going outside like that. Yeah. And so I'm listening to them and, there's, and, and, and they did so many jokes. They did one about the last duel where they pulled out like a little like a little C, flappy CD or something like that. And I was like, the last duel was, was an awesome. It was unfortunate. It bombed. I mean, we, I mean, it's obvious why it bombed. But mm-hmm. it, was, it was an awesome movie. And I'm just like. Because, again, it's, it's targeted audience where, not, where the audience is not going to the theaters. They're bingo. people are parents' age. Bingo. They but but I, pr- I think it did really well on like VOD and when it hit HBO Max I think yeah. the streams and stuff did really well so it's like then you know so you're, you're you're dissing the product first of all and this is supposed to be the night that upholds film this is supposed to be the night that we celebrate yep. you know all of these movies that you know as much as I talk about how I don't I don't care too much that you know these movies aren't getting shown in theaters blah mm-hmm. blah 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 there is some truth to it that you know I was looking at the pictures uh, uh, um, um, Don't Look Up that was Netflix mm-hmm. uh, Coda that was Apple TV yep. like most of these were either purely streaming or they their were th- their theater one was or they so were, short or their theater one was first split like King Richard all those movies were split yep. and then it was so short and for this to be the night that we're supposed to uphold and celebrate these movies that aren't getting the the, the, the recognition that, you know, other big budget movies would get. Mm-hmm. It's like the comedian, not comedians, the host and them are sitting up there just pooping on the product the whole and, time. And that's the one thing that kind of, it would up, things like that do upset me too because am I the biggest fan of movies that came out this year? Nah, not really, but also it kind of deals with, again, pandemic fatigue. Right. It's kind of harder to keep up with them when, again, these movies aren't really coming to, right. to the theaters. But in the day, this is the night, as somebody who's always wanted to win one, I always like feel... I kind of like, in a way, in awe or inspired. Yeah. Every time I watch the Oscars, like, oh, that could be me one day. Like, I'm just watching some of my favorite filmmakers, like, either win or lose. Like, I love seeing Spike Lee win. Mm-hmm. I love seeing Quentin Tarantino win. 
I loved seeing the whole, even though the Moonlight thing, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> I love seeing Barry Jenkins go up there and win Best Picture. Like, you don't see things like that. Yeah, or even, like, I, I love the moment when Parasite and him go up there and win it. Yep. And he and he brought a, he brought his translator up there and said, yeah, we got subtitles, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, I'm like, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's like that shit. So, I, so I'm watching the show and I'm just like, all right. So clearly, clearly right there, your audience is in film Twitter because you're ticking them off. Right. So yeah, and not even just film Twitter. Like I'm talking about people who even actually are filmmakers, independent filmmakers. Yeah, so, they're mad about it. Yeah. Like, so so on top of that, you cut, you cut, and the Lifetime Achievement Award. You cut, um, um which is that best also, score. That also, the them cutting Lifetime Achievement Award also pissed me off too. Yeah, and then Sammy, I, I, like they they show Samuel L. and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, you guys didn't see this, but he just won the Lifetime Achievement Award. I'm just like, dang, I would have liked it. I would have rather saw that. Then Amy Schumer drop out the sky in a Spider-Man suit. Like you could have yep. cut, you could have cut that whole sketch and mm-hmm. let me watch Samuel Jackson win a Lifetime Be- Achievement Award. And the one thing that upset me is like I'm, they're cutting like short film awards. They're cutting, yeah, and they're kind of just running through them. And I don't know if you're like me. At one point, I used to just always, when I was a kid, I used to always like just be in awe watching. I'm talking about shit I've never heard of. Would it be the best? Well, it was, now it's best international film. Back when it was best foreign language film. <laughs> I'm learning about some crazy shit I've never seen before, and yeah. I have a list. I'm like, okay, at one point, I need to check this out. Mm-hmm. Best short film. Riz Ahmed. I did not know Riz Ahmed was like... I didn't either. I didn't know he had it like that. I he won an Oscar for best for best uh, live-action short. Pretty good two-year run, because last year he was nominated for... for Sound best, of Metal. Yep, Sound of Metal, Best Metal Actor. So to come in and win an Oscar for Best Animated Short, that was, um, and that I'm, was really good. And even then, I'm not going to... So, there was one year. It's like there was even times where they would just put a lot more effort into it. I remember when I can't remember exactly what year it was, but when I think this is a year where the best animated feature was stacked. Mm-hmm. They had a key composite like on some on some uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit type shit, some mm-hmm. Space Jam shit. They composited the animate the stars of the animated cast like in the oh, crowd. Wow. I've seen the, I've seen the, what's like, the, what's the TV, sh- what's the TV show where the Emmys, mm-hmm. I've seen they do that a couple of years with a uh, with family, I think they did it one year with like Stewie and, and then where they animated them in the crowd. Oh, shout out to who, who's a great host, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, he could be a good one. Yeah. I don't, no, he, cause he was great. Yeah. He was probably my favorite, he may be one of my favorite hosts low key. I hate him to death. <laughs> no, he's pretentious as fuck and I don't like him, but <laughs> I was like, damn, uh, he but, was, cause he's talking about somebody who... Who understands? Because again, I think it's the point before we got tired of Family Guy. His oh, jokes God, were hitting. Oh yeah, like, no, he had a run. With, he, he, he had a, he had a good a good run with Family Guy for a minute, where it was like, nah, this show is like must see. But his jokes at the Oscars were really hitting. He yeah. pissed he pissed a lot of super white conservatives off and shit. But he it's, pissed old time Hollywood off. But he was great. Yeah, there was, and even because even they did the whole cutaway to make the sound of music joke, and I'm just like, oh, only. Like, it's funny, but if you get it, you get it. And it makes it even funnier. Because I remember, I didn't I almost didn't catch it. I was on the phone with Isaac. And he said, yo, the Sound of Music joke. I didn't really watch Sound of Music like that as a kid. So It's funny. I, I, I didn't even, I didn't know it was two parts. So I saw the first part as a kid, and I thought that was like the movie. And it wasn't until maybe like two years ago, I saw the second part where they're like running from the... 
from the Nazis and stuff like that. I was like, bro, what movie is this? <laughs> I never knew that was like another like half hour, another hour on that movie. But then again, that's my thing for musicals. Like, I'm not really big on them like that, so yeah. that explains why. But no, even like even like when they go up, and this this is like this is not on the the ladies that um that yeah we that part. we love them to death. Though. But, the but, anim- but they they clearly didn't write their jokes. Right, right, right. So when they go up for animated, and they're just like harping on how animated movies are these movies that parents that your kids watch that they always have on that you just kind of leave on for them i'm just like are we still are we still doing this thing where animated movies are for kids like is that still the thing i that thought we would have learned this lesson after into the spider-verse one yeah i'm like is that just is that still the narrative is that still the narrative and joke we're gonna run with here it's like oh yeah the animated movie did for, uh, uh, for kid yeah and then there were yeah it was just there was and so there was so there's that part so it's like all right so clearly your, your target audience wasn't film twitter right mm-hmm. So you cut, and so you, your art target audience is supposed to be what the casual audience, right? But then if you have, if you go lean into the, the casual audience, you don't nominate a single thing. You don't nominate a single of the big, the big movies that everyone went to see. And that's not me saying like I know Spider Man No Way Home isn't wasn't like this great Oscar movie. I'm not saying that, but, but you I'm know saying, what I say. But I'm saying you can't you can't look at me in the eye and say, "Don't look up," which was a good movie. It was solid, solid movie. But I, you can't look at me and say, "All right." It was better. It was about the same to me. Like that's kind of the same scale. You can't. You can't. You know, no time to die. Yeah, but so you know, my thing is, that I realized so when they started really tracking the Nielsen ratings, you know what the highest rated Oscars ever was at fifty-five million viewership in the last what the highest rated ever in the last ten years since they started tracking Nielsen ratings. Oh, so that's probably when they started tracking them out in the nineties. Uh huh. Nineteen ninety-eight, fifty-five million home viewerships. Ninety-eight. Titanic's ninety-nine, right? That's ninety-eight. Titanic. Yep. yep. Everybody yep. sat through and well, watched Titanic win. Well, because whoop did he? That's shocking, right? So you, you include the biggest movie of the year, and yep. more people watch the show. Yep. Tarn. Even, even I remember crazy. when we watched um, Avatar lose. That was a really watched show too, because we're like, yo, was Avatar about to go through and kick ass? win all these awards. What? So you're telling me Avatar, the biggest movie of the year, brought the movie awards a lot of ratings? No, I think even the year with crazy. the King's Speech. And Inception was also nominated. That year was stacked too. That's, that's when they first. That's say. when they first implemented the ten the ten movies. Because Toy Story three was nominated for Best Picture. Inception was nominated for Best Picture. The Fighter. Yeah. So King's Speech. That was a year. Just Anne Hathaway and James Franco ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> so no. So like. So, right, so, you, so you don't nominate any movie that, that that the casual audience would usually. So you're not promoting the movies that they don't watch. You're yeah. not nominating the movies they do. And then on top of that, you cut out all of these awards. And for what? Because you still went. Three hours and, and 45, 45 minutes, five minutes dude, on I, a Sunday night. Dude, I did not go to sleep till 1 a.m. last night. Three hours and 45 minutes on a show that, what, what's ABC's, three, it's supposed to be three hours. That's it's what, supposed to be from 7 uh, CST, by the way, guys. We're in Texas. Yes. 7 Central Standard Time to 10 Central Standard Time. That thing did not, roll. The, they didn't start scrolling. About somewhere between ten forty five and ten fifty, and they had to start speeding up at the end because it, it got to like it got to like through it got to like what nine? Yep. It started at seven. It got to like ten. Yep. Ten, and they were like nowhere near being close. And so here's normally every year Oscars they do start speeding through. They start cutting more people's speeches, but then at least we see a phenomenal show when they start. There's one thing that start looking back on is the reason I saw the movie Alien years back. I want to say was it twenty ten or twenty eleven. It may have been one of those years. I was definitely an early teenager. 
and they're showing like clips from classic film. I'm just like, oh, I'm watching the chestburster scene yeah. on TV. I'm just like, oh shit, what is that? <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's like, yo, that's Alien. You ain't, my mom's boyfriend the time like, you ain't never seen Alien. I think I'm like 14. No, I haven't seen Alien. <laughs> but seeing moments like that is really cool because if you're a film fan, like I am, I'm a, I'm a lover of good movies in general. Mm-hmm. So just seeing things like that just makes my it warms my heart, makes me so happy. And just I love seeing tributes like that to just any different movies like that in general. And they didn't I mean they kinda did it with the with the presenters. They didn't really show why Godfather why people well, they did, Godfather so much. They did give Godfather a nice little tribute. Shout out to them shouting out Mario Puzo who passed away in two thousand one, I believe. Mm. Shout out to him and I can't so I was at the moment paying attention. They kept saying that uh, Al Pacino didn't show up, and they said because he forgot. But I didn't know if Al Pacino really didn't show up for that. <laughs> they say he forgot the Oscars was that night. <laughs> oh mm. no! Nah, but no, see, I was just like I'm just sitting there watching the show, and I'm just like, I just like I didn't know. No. I guess it's just, and then so my thing is like, if the show is dying, which the show is dying, ratings wise, the show is dying. I'll put it like that. Mm-hmm. It's like who 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 are, who are you trying to watch? Because my dad, I consider my dad the casual audience. Right, yep. like he's the casual. He's the my mom was my mom was also casual audience. My dad's there the was, casual audience. There was years where me and her were watched together. And so my yeah, so my dad said he used to like to watch the shows, but then even he said, all right, so I don't really know the movies that are in it, mm-hmm. and it's not really a good show. So it's like, and then it's four out, almost four hours. It's like I don't, I, I'm not spending my time watching this, and so I'm just like, if you're the Oscars, at some point you have to decide who are we trying to make this show for, and then rock with it. And I don't think that oh. that's a tall order to ask. Oh, so there's a joke. So then you talking about them shitting on people. Amy Schumer was calling Kirsten Dunst a seat filler. Oh, so first of all, so, so. And then, bro, they brought up her filmography. Yo, her filmography is not sweet. I mean, it's, 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 it's nothing to be played with. That's what I know. The Eternal Sunshine, The Spotless Mind, Power of Dog, The Verge of Suicides, Melancholia, Marie cool. Antoinette, Interview with the Vampire, The Bling Ring, Anchorman 2, Anastasia. Like, you say she, Eternal Sunshine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, love that movie. She, yo, that movie, look. That movie was cold. Like her almost put me in tears. Like to do like feelings. to do that, it's just like, yo, you're shitting on everybody. That's not first, so first, first of all, context of the joke behind it, it comes right after what we'll we'll talk about in a minute, a little bit. It comes yeah. right after that. And so she's sitting next to her husband, Jesse. Mm-hmm. And if that was staged, I, and I think Amy said that it was all that that one was staged. And so I was like, okay. But during the moment it was just so cringe. It was like, oh my goodness. And then Jesse's like, that's my wife. She's married to Jesse Plemons. Yeah. So you know, so she was nominated for best supporting actor. Yeah, I remember. He was nominated for best supporting actor, uh-huh. both for the Power of the Dog. That's funny. They were both. They're both on my um on my uh upset list. Yeah, I I, th- I thought she was gonna win it. I thought this would be the year no, because Je- of the filmography. I knew Jes- Jessica Chastain had that one before bro. the. No, 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 no. Jessica Chastain won. Um, Did she win best supporting? She won best actor. She won best actor because she beat Kristen Stewart in them. Oh yeah, best supporting went to um, I'm um the, West to Side, West the West Side story. story, which which was well deserved. She killed yeah, it. She was phenomenal. She, she was phenomenal. Um, and also, you know, I got a shout out to Afro Latina. She, I had to give show her love too. Yeah, she as much as I love the old girl from um, I'm sorry, I just don't have her name off top. Sorry guys, from King Richard who played the uh, the mother. As much as I loved her, she was good. She was good, but she's like a uh, West Side Story. Like, nah, this is this is her moment. Yeah, she needs that. And gave like, a great speech too, moved me. Great, and even in like the I used to love watching the speeches. Like one of my favorite speeches ever was um, Christoph Waltz when he won in 20, 2013 mm. for um, Django Unchained. Mm. Like showing how much like this, how much love and support that they showed for 
Quentin Tarantino and like what he does and what he brings to movies. Things like that are so awesome. Oh no, I was the moment last night that like got me was when I'm sorry, I, I know there's a lot of names last night. I'm butchering names, but um, the individual wanted for best um, best supporting actor Troy Kotsur. Troy Kotsur, phenomenal film. Yep. He, I, after when I saw the film, I was like, yeah, if he wins best supporting actor, like he he had he had my vote. And so when he won it, and then the whole crowd is doing the. Um, yeah, they're still celebrating and signing. I, that, I just, and he gave a great speech. I mean, those are the moments like when you're watching the show, you're like, yeah, this is the stuff we need to be promoting. Mm-hmm. Like the love and celebration of film. I mean, ah, touching moments. Yeah, when you're seeing people just like win for the first time. Like I remember watching Martin Scorsese, who's been nominated for over 30 years at, at that time, finally win Best Director. And like the whole place just applauding like, like my nigga, you did it. Yeah, you, you. This is yours now. That was like, the same feeling I had with for when Leo won it. Yep. And you're like, because he should have won it for Wolf of Wall Street, but honestly, I would say he should have won it for the Aviator. Like he should have been won it for. Could have won it for the Aviator. Could have won it for Blood Diamond too, but won it for Blood. But <laughs> but it was like it was like, and so to see him go up there winning, everyone cheering, I was just like, this is the moments that you want to promote for your show. These yep. these are why and we didn't get any of that last night. Because people, what people, what people, one thing about the Oscars is like you know like for for superhero movies and for big budget movies like their moment. Is the yep. actual in theater people reacting on Twitter? People celebrating, blah 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 mm-hmm. blah. But for these movies like Coda and the Power, they don't of get Dog, they don't get big box this, office returns. This is their moment, right? Yep. This is their moment. Oh, even moments when um one moment for me also when Guillermo del Toro when he finally won. Oh yeah. Because remember yep. remember him Alejandro and Aritu and Alfonso Caron they're all best friends. Mm-hmm. Alfonso and Alejandro already got Oscars at that point. And you see Guillermo win. It was like, oh. Shape of Water. Shape of Water. Yep. Great movie. And then he's up there. And at that point, I realized, oh, shit. Three Mex- I think at that point, three Mexican directors had won Best Director. Let me ask you a question. Pa- like in three of the last five, uh, those five, five years. Did that movie win great Best Score too? What? Shape of Water. I'm about to find out right now, actually. That, that was a, that, that movie had a great score. Because I'm about to look up. That movie had a great score. Tell Oh shit! This nigga won two. Yo, Guillermo won two in one night. We won best director, best director, and best picture. He deserved it. Movie was cold. So you asking? Did you asking if The Shape of Water won best score that year? Nope, it wasn't even nominated. What? Nope. What was nominated for best score? Yes, Shape of Water score was cold. It was. I still listen that movie to is it. honestly underrated. To it's be. very underrated. I remember Shape of Water score was cold. Yeah, that's the year the Kobe won. I forgot. So you said best score? Best score. They cut best score. I love best score. I didn't know I, I didn't know way back in the day they used to actually do like a best score kind of like performance. Yeah, they did. That they, was... they used to at one point they used to perform they used to perform songs from the score and used to have uh also at one point they used to have like the symphony perform like their version of what's nominated for best song. Man, I'm missing out. I missed out. I would have wanted to see that. Bro. Imagine I'm doing it that was, for Dune. I like, it was it. lit when I was a kid, bro. Like Oscars were so lit. I missed out. Like, I'm talking about I'm that's one of the nights where I think at the time up for a minute up until I was in middle school when I didn't have bedtime anymore. <laughs> My bedtime was always about nine thirty. Yeah. They used to always let the exception be the Oscars. Oh, that's cool. That was always my exception. Yeah, man. They they, they, uh, they And of course Super Bowl. Like Oh yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Best score. Best score. Best sound mixing. That's not what I'm looking for. Best for. Oh, you're tripping. Yeah, best original score didn't win. Best what? Shape of Water. Yeah, it was best. Oh, score. I was about to say, man, that movie score was cold. The Shape of Water, Dunkirk, Phantom Thread, Last Jedi, and three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. 
Okay. Dunker Dunker also had a cold score. But it didn't have a shape of water score. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. And they cut that they cut that out the Oscars. So we didn't get to see we didn't get to see best score either. So boo to that. But So that's and then the one thing that pissed me off there's a lot of things pissed me off about this night. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> The one thing that well actually does hit home a lot and I could probably used to get emotionally watch this part of the show when they do the in memoriam. Oh wow. There was a year when Mickey Rooney died. So I'm just like it's like all those classic and, actors, and we were dying at one point, back for, to back to back. And you forget when you watch the, the, I can never say that word, I'm sorry. But you forget when you watch it, like, even. In memoriam? Who's, who's passed that? Like, I, yeah, for, they, I forgot they, Richard Donner had passed. Yeah, I did too. And so when I seen him, I was like, oh. Because the years that hit hard were 2009, well, the, from the calendar of 2009, which means 2010, mm-hmm. and 2020. Mm-hmm. And it the in memoriam for those people because a lot of celebrities were dying in 2020 as well. Mm-hmm. So. Betty White, they had Betty White this one. And it's like, yo, Betty White died, mm. and you didn't even give us, like, a good show, a good performance for that. Like, they used to have, like, one person singing a ballad their ass off, and we're seeing not just the photos of them. We're seeing clips. We used to see, at one point, in my trailer, we used to, like, they would show photos of them, and we see clips of them, like, in their work sometimes. We didn't re- they recognize showed the clips. They showed the clips this one. They did? They did show the clips this one. They did show the clips this one. So, like, for example, yeah, it's like, when Richard Donner went up, they had the Superman playing. So, they did show clips. So... When the director of, what's the who's the director of Ghostbuster? Fuck, I can't remember. Damn. But wait, wait, wait. They showed they showed the clips of Ghostbuster. Bill Murray went up there and said something. But I, I'm with you. They did. They, they, there was another thing the show botched. Like you have the choir. They're 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 running they're running up and down. Doing interpretive jumping. dances. I was just like, what are we doing here? And then the sound was bad the whole night. Like yeah. the mics were bad. Oh my goodness. And that's just all. Really, all this show just needs. They're just one producer away. Who? <laughs> it's almost like some Jerry Buster and Lakers type shit. They're just one producer away from just turning the show around and making it phenomenal again. And at one point, I start to really realize. I said they don't care about the product of the show anymore. They Not just at all. Ca- they care about shocking moments that will keep people talking for like a month. I was like, it's almost to the point where. I tell people, Tom, I was like, the deal with the Oscars and the deal with the Grammys are two different things at this point now because the Grammys will still put on a good show. You would be pissed about the winners. Right. They'll put on a good show, relatively. But it's like, the right, it's up in the air about who deserves to win, who bought their award with the with the Academy. And on top of that, because we all knew their voting was kind of eh. Like I said, their voting is way more complex than it is for the Grammys. Mm-hmm. Like you got to factor in. There's a certain type of thing. It's more than just racism or, or marginalization like it is with the Grammys. You factor all that in. Plus, hey, a lot of old voters do not really watch those movies anymore. No. Nope. They love old. They love Oscar bait. They love shit that's going to tug at their heartstrings. They're going to love. Remind them about the good old days yeah, of Hollywood. They're going to love Hollywood. They're going to love the racial solidarity movies. They're going to love that type of shit. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of botch the winner, the winners in that sense, but you can't even give us like a really good show either. And I'm at this point now. I'm like, I think the Oscars they love themselves a good viral moment more than they actually love themselves a good show. Because I go back to just, or do you want to you want to finally just get into it? Let's do it. So, with the show that really wasn't even that memorable, we saw Jane Campion who. So, Second female director director went back to fun back. Fun fact, fun fact. So she, so I don't know if you saw what she said. What, what, what was the last? What that was the uh, Golden Globes, I think. She, she made sure she had her speech written down for this one. So you know, so you know what had me dying about this one, right? What's up? You know what I started thinking back on? I showed my, I showed uh, one of my friends last night. Uh, it. 
her thing with the Venus Serena. I was like, what she said wasn't even that bad. It was just kind of like, she was just an old white lady. Out of touch. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, that's, it you, was just like, like why? Because you know what it reminded me of? <laughs> when Quentin Tarantino, when he went, remember he accepted Ennio Morricone's award for him mm-hmm. for the hateful late at the, at the Golden Globes. <laughs> and he said, he was talking about composers. He's like, I'm not just talking about regular, regular film composers. That's ghetto. <laughs> like I'm talking about, I'm just like, <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> like that's ghetto. <laughs> you can tell. He said. He said. Wrap it up. He said. See, signal me. Wrap it up. I will. I said. He's drunk. <laughs> he's drunk, bro. <laughs> but she pulled out the paper and said, "Okay, let me make sure." She pulled out the paper, man. I well, said she ain't gonna have another slip up. Until I was reminded, I think was it because we talked on the phone last night about it. Jane Campion, there's a first, you saw two women back to back win best back director. Back to back. And at the time, I don't think did Greta Gerwig win for Lady Bird? She wasn't even nominated for mm-hmm. Little Women. Yeah, Stale Shape of Water. So Greta Gerwig, who was kind of not, I'm not going to say she was the pioneer to it, but she's the one female director that kind of said, uh, we're just kind of like, hey, because of course she had, this is a tangent, but um, fuck, what is his name? Catherine Bigelow, I think she won for the Hurt Locker when in the Avatar upset year, but it's like you go that many years from 2010 to 2018 without truly even nominating a female director. Mm-hmm. That's just we're not even talking about women of color; we're talking about just women in general. Mm-hmm. Greta Gerwig goes up there; she's the only female director in that category, and then she doesn't win. Of course, you don't nominate her. You don't nominate her for Little Women, and then. That was. She didn't get nominated for Little Women. Nah. So Little Women had well, nominated for Best Picture. I think so. Yeah. It was, and then, yeah. uh, then the what? I can never say her name. The the, the 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 she was in Lady Bird. Um, the Star Lady Bird. You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly you're talking about. She was she was nominated for Best Act. Saoirse Ronan. She was nominated for Best Actress, but they didn't nominate her for Best. They nominated her for Best Director. I didn't know that. Mm-mm, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. So, but then you have what is her name now, man? Because she just did Eternals. Um. Uh, Deborah is it Deborah Child? Damn man, why are these names fucking me up, bro? There's too many names. Cause normally I feel like I should know this name. Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao. So she won last year for Best Director. You have another woman win. First of all, Asian an Asian American woman wins Best Director. For a, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Although why is the movie escaping me now? Nomadland. There Nomadland. we go. Great. I thought it was pretty good. Movie. So she wins. Awesome. Jane Campion wins. Un- also awesome. Power of the Dog was good. Now we don't even remember another historical moment. Like, first of all, I don't even think a black person has won Best Director. I think you've had five or six nominees. A black person hasn't even won Best Director. Imagine two black people winning back to back. That is what the. That is kind of. The oh, way. yeah. Yeah. Like, imagine one year is a black man, another year is a black woman. Back to back who win Best Director. That is the weight that it will hold, and no one remembers it. No one will talk about it because of this said moment. Our stances on this moment are different. I had to talk to my friend who lives out in L.A. Who she actually she does work in the film industry. So her boss, her boss, I think slash mentor was actually in attendance at the Oscars that night. So sources they talked about it. That they talked about it because um, me and her talked about it last night and what our thoughts were. I should say yeah, like nah, I'm. He's like, yeah, nah, I'm feeling different about it, too. I'm just going to ask him to see what they were saying. But do you want to talk about the, the lead-up itself? Or do you want to talk about how we feel about... Let's go. We can talk about the lead-up first. 
Because Chris Rock comes out there, and Chris Rock is, you know, once again, the funniest person in the room. Chris Rock just jumped, just joined in cracking jokes. He comes out, and he, I mean, he is, just, he had, I was like. He was just roasting. Like, I my was God, like, damn. I, this I was dude. like, finally, someone in here is like, I mean, like, the, like I said, I know you said the girls weren't bad, because they weren't, but Chris Rock was like, he was, yeah, he was, t- he was rolling. Yeah, he was, because, and it reminds me, oh, yeah, this is why they had Chris Rock host the Oscars six years ago. Yes, sir. Like, he, like, this dude so was kind of rolling. He, he comes in, he comes in rolling. And then he makes a joke about Jada Pinkett. Insane with the G.I. Jane, Jane thing, apparently, because I've never seen G.I. Jane. I, know, I thought it was just like a a, a, a joke play on G.I. Joe. I didn't know it was like a G.I. Jane or something. You know, G.I. Jane was a movie. Oh, wow. It's, I didn't it's know like that. It's a military bus cut. Oh, wow. Well, he, made, he cracks. And so they, the camera pans to Will Smith, and he's, he's kind of chuckling. And Not then, even kind of. That nigga was laughing. And then, <laughs> that nigga was laughing. And then I'm sitting there watching it, and then Chris Rock kind of looks like something's happening. And then Will Smith gets up, and he does his, 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 his uh, Fresh Prince strut. And then he goes and does so, his fresh print slap. So for us, or you, it, no, my, many people didn't watch it live. Oh, I watched it my live. My computer, so, you know, since I use who my mom's who live, I can't watch it on the TV app. I have to have my laptop plugged in. My laptop was dying. I thought my laptop was literally about to die, and the sound was going out. I get a text, like, hey, is, 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 is it just me or is the sound not working? I say it's not working for me either. And I see the slap and then whatever. So when did you see the version with the voice? About an hour after. Oh, you saw it that late? Oh wow! About an hour after. Oh wow! That's when it really started circulating. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I saw it. I, I saw it about. I saw it probably about fifteen minutes after or ten. I was like, oh wow, because you see him yelling, and so you're just sitting there, and then it cuts off, and then you know if you're on Twitter, you know nothing's private on Twitter anymore. So then they show they show Denzel and Tyler. I had to mute every single word associated with it at this point. Sometimes I'm, I'm about to because I think I've gotten to the point where I, I was over it by this morning. Honestly, I it was I was honestly over with it. At one point after we got our, after we got off the phone talking about it, I was already over it. Yeah, I was, I was over with it pretty early because my my thoughts are still my thoughts and my thoughts really haven't changed. Honestly, crazy enough, well, I, like see, nothing I, has really changed them. Changed in my eyes about the situation, like yeah. So, because because you're, I'll, I'll let you say what your thought was. I don't want to. I'm not super doubling. I'm not super just firm into where I'm talking about. Like I'm stubborn about it. Yeah. I was like, if it comes out that it was like opposite direction, then cool. Yeah, whatever. But to me, at least, and that's why I have to ask my friend about it because she immediately thought it was staged. <laughs> because the reason why, and the one thing that I'm also to notice too. Most times when someone cusses or altercation happens like that, they get it. They always, it's every time with FCC censorship, they always catch it late. Someone always kind of cut. You hear it a little bit first. You hear the altercation first before anything. It cut before. It did cut pretty early. It cut pretty early. They were very ready. The stage was low. That's the what stage. they somebody pointed out. This the stage is unbelievably low to the ground. The stage was low. <laughs> they did try something different. The stage was pretty low. So so you, you so so I, I have a question for you because you're 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 on the team that it was it was fairly staged. Yeah. So if it's staged, who organized it? I think whoever produced this show said we need a moment. Yeah. And that's one thing I was about to mention. I said because now if this was an isolated incident, I'll be like, yeah, it was real. But again, the Oscars loves themselves a moment that they can really talk about and be viral, whether it's good, bad, or negative. I'm talking about as someone who's watched the show for so many years. I think this may be the most talked about moment since Avatar lost Best Picture. Oh, over Moon Knight. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm talking about because we were talking about. I'm telling you right now, this is going to be a conversation for weeks. People are going to be talking about this thing for weeks. Oh, my. No, Ava- Avatar 
man, because I went to bed early. I didn't watch Avatar. I didn't get the chance. Now, that's, that show ran on late, late. Ridiculous. That show didn't end until about 11, like late 11 o'clock. <laughs> like sometimes it was like probably like 1120. I said, nigga, I got to go to bed. I got school in the morning. <laughs> I mean, it'd be a so, Sunday night, man. <laughs> so Probably went to church in the morning. <laughs> so I'm just like, so I kind of woke up. I said, oh, Avatar probably won Best Picture. I think I went to the computer lab. I said, I'm look up the winners. <laughs> I went to the computer lab. Is that not 20, what, 2011 for you, 2010 for you? So I checked my email and I'm lab. seeing like on the front page of Yahoo News. Yahoo News. About Avatar losing Best Picture. <laughs> And not only did he lose best picture, he lost to his ex-wife. Mm. He lost best picture to his ex-wife. Damn, man. I know that show was live. Bro, I had to read back, go back and watch the video. Like, oh, my God. It was such a shock in that audience. I know that show was live. And looking back on I'm starting to see a lot of people also remember how big the Moonlight thing was. Moonlight thing was pretty big. We remember that was a really big deal. And we're kind of looking in hindsight on it. One to me, because I didn't watch, I didn't get a chance to watch that show live. You'd have to rewatch the show for the most part because I was at work. I had to like go through and watch a good amount of chunks as I could. We talked about it in my media classes. I was taking screenwriting that year. It made no sense to any of us. I was like, it can't be a mistake. There weren't two cards. There were not two cards. I said, Warren Beatty doesn't have any personal vendetta against the picture Moonlight itself. Nor does he have, like, he didn't produce La La Land. He's not getting any extra funding of La La Land. He didn't really say much after. Remember, they made it a bit the next year. Yeah, they did make it a bit. So, which is gonna be? And they had on top of that. I think they had that white man. I can not remember. I'm sorry, bro. Your name will never be remembered. You're just that. <laughs> you're just that white man that saved Barry Jenkins. <laughs> like you're you're the white man that did the right thing. <laughs> like it came out, they him. She's sharing the magazine cover with Barry Jenkins. It's like a whole big thing <laughs> for an entire year. Jay Z has a song about it. Like looking back, bro, that is that was that was staged. See, I think they staged that too. I think it's a train. The Oscars just takes a lot of L's, and it just continues to take L's. And there's so many L's that it, it feels like like it got to be more than a coincidence, but it's not. They just take L's. I think they see, took an L the Moonlight year. They I, took an L see, the Chadwick Boseman year. They now, took an L this see, year. The, the Chadwick Boseman year. They did that on purpose. I'm telling you, they did a lot of this shit on purpose. I see. I just look up at the Bro, t- I think you. I, I think we're kind of like since we, we're so used to dealing with incompetence. No, it's incompetence. These, these niggas know what they're doing. They don't invite old girl to the Oscars. They don't, bro. They do. They're doing this on L. purpose. They're doing this on purpose, bro. <laughs> they want to. You know why? As the as now how of course I had to study PR and like advertising and shit like that. You're always trying to come up with this moment that'll have people. It's, it's all about clicks and content. It's all about talking now. That's how it is now. So it's almost like you set up. You like you're purposely you're setting up the Freddie Mercury thing. Not only does Black Panther not even get recognized, really. Although we knew that. that, yeah, one, that we, one we knew that. We knew that for a fact. But the movie that we were thinking was going to win didn't even win into the movie that no one liked. Like <laughs> Green, that wins. Green Book. You set up the Chadwick Boseman thing to get people to watch your show and hoping that Chadwick Boseman wins, like, wins an Oscar for his final role ever. Well, his final uh, feature-length role, because, of course, he did What If. His final role ever before he passed away, really. And you get people to watch that. No, Anthony Hopkins. So you're getting people to talk about it. Which was also well-deserved, well, he, he was a great he, actor. Yeah, he, he did a, The Father was a very, very good movie. And that's kind of, and that's why it's a trend to me. It's like, okay, at one point, this is no longer just. I think a few years ago, I was definitely on. Oh no, nah, man, this is this is this is 
racial injustice. <laughs> they are they're really here to put black black quality and film down. I'm talking about the whole moonlight thing. Yeah, I was yeah, I was yeah. on that. I was heated. Yeah, oh I was yeah, like, I bet. they're really they're really I can here. See that. They're doing us dirty. I can this is how that. they see us. <laughs> I, like you know, they don't know, respect us like that. I know you were tweeting hard that night. <laughs> like I, they, I, I know you were tweeting hard like that. I, like, I know. They, they don't respect us as, as creators. I know, as a black filmmaker, I know I know you were pretty heated. <laughs> Looking back on the nigga. <laughs> I know you were pretty heated, man. Bro, I had to rewatch that clip. I said, bro, this is... <laughs> Trevante Rose, he's sitting there trying to do the muff. <laughs> he's trying to do his best in person of Kevin, uh, Kevin Gard at the slam dunk contest. It's <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> oh. And don't forget also, they love... this. Now this one was more positive. The selfie thing, because I think this year Ellen hosted. Like that selfie was talked about for fucking ever. Selfie was talked about, but, but I like, guess my only pro- my only issue is, so if we let's look, I'm pretty sure yeah. if we look at the ratings from the Moonlight thing to to, to it's now, constantly gone down. It's still dying, so yeah. it's like that just means to me there that that's for me says that someone who's putting this together is out of touch. Yeah, and that this type of stuff doesn't really work. Well, but then again, some people, especially if you're in a producer role. You can constantly always make a bad decision. No one can tell you anything. Hell, we know Avi Art is a thing when it comes to something. Like, they can constantly be wrong. <laughs> Morbius is coming out pretty soon, fellas. Like, but it's just facts. Like, you can be in a situation no, where you're constantly true. wrong. That's true. That's true. And no one is going to... Check you. Yeah, check you. Yeah, Because yeah, we're yeah. about to see, low-key, the live-action Sony Spider-Man versus is probably going to fail. It's like, yo, you tried... Like, we told you this was not a good idea. We <laughs> tried it with the Amazing Spider-Man, too. But you keep like, trying to push it. Keep trying to push it, man. And But that's just... But when you're in that situation, no one cares what the honest fan has to say when yeah. you're producing. You got money, yeah. Because they're looking at they're looking at they're not looking at the overall product or the with the ratings for. They're looking at the analytics now. They're very Daryl Morey like. They don't care about <laughs> very what the outcome Darryl is. Morey last year. They don't care about the outcome. They care about the analytics. Care about the analytics. And like, oh, we're talking about this for a long time. That's why to me, I said now, hundred percent. He slapped the shit out that nigga. Man, he, he popped Chris Rock. But I was like, the fact that... I was like, I was like he kept his composure a bit too well. Chris is professional. He's not that professional. Chris is a professional. He's not, he's he's not he's that not professional. Gonna, you're not going to give enough credit to play that off? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But again, that's... Now, again, I'm saying now, if I'm wrong about it, then cool. But then you see P... You see, you see P Diddy getting involved in it like it's his business. It's bro- they say, I just want y'all know they patched it up last night. It's all good. Bro, P- it's all love. Remember, bro, remember P- told you to imagine, bro, what if them niggas still post up with a photo together say all love? They did, every, they did everything now, but if, that. If you, yeah, if I Chris, that, Chris I apologized know. to Will via a via letter. Will apologized. Oh, back. Chris apologized to Will. I didn't see Chris's apology. Chris apologized. I think some. I think Will apologized. I also. saw Will apologized. So Chris apologized and Will apologized. Diddy's like, yeah, man, they patch it up. It's all well, that's love. That's Diddy. No, he has to attach his name in there. You want to know my? You want to know my biggest issue? People with- like people like man. Look at the reaction so real. So he tell me all the top tier A list actors. You gonna tell me the next guy act? I'm t- look I, at Nicole Kidman's face. You know, <laughs> she's, oh she, now she was, she was well. She she did do the most on that. She reaction. was selling. She did do the most. You know what my issue was, and it wasn't even like I'm not. You know, everyone's been debating it from so many angles. You know, you got people saying that, uh, you know, at Chris Rock as a comedian, you know, it's kind of fair game. You got people saying that uh, Will Smith, you know, uh, Will Smith defending his wife is a fair game, and all that, all that's fair game. And that's where you're gonna have a moment like Moonlight. They're going to be talking about it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, for a long time. I think the issue with me was that, you know, I keep going back to, like, this night is supposed to be the night that celebrates films that don't get celebrated. Now, I don't want to say don't get celebrated throughout the year, but this is the night that celebrates these films that are really, really great films that, because they're not the big box office, because they're not. And so to wake up this morning, like, I think about when Parasite won Best Picture. Yep. And the next day they talk about, like, Parasite 
streams or whatever, Parasite it was up. Was up like ten times. It was up. And so I think about that moment for that, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. man, Coda, which once I, again I thought was a phenomenal movie. And again, talk about um moments that I moments that I feel like I've shared with people watching Jordan Peele win Best Original Screenplay. That was the coolest shit to see. He was the first black person to do it. Mm. Like we seeing this goofy look because to me, I watched I watched comedy. I was watching comedy since at the age I was supposed he to. He and Peele before that. He was on Mad TV. He was one on of the Mad weird TV. niggas on Mad TV. Like he wasn't even the most popular one. He was <laughs> like, on Mad TV. We see, I'm like, yo, this dude who I used to watch as a kid went from that to a popular comedy show that Loki is. It's ahead of his time. Like I know back then we say they were biting the Chappelle show. Wait, no. Back, remember back then for Key and Pill, we were saying they were definitely biting the Chappelle show. That was the narrative around it back mm-hmm. then. Yeah, I remember that. And now it's just like, nah, their sketches, their sketches were sketches were ahead of his time. Still funny, like going crazy. And you see him doing what he is now. He won an Oscar. If it wasn't for one, no cap. If it wasn't for one, it's so for those that don't really that don't really could pay attention to like the voting for Rotten Tomatoes. Kind of like when that one uh, MVP voter didn't want Shaq to be the, be unanimous MVP, so he gave it to AI. Or that one New York... Um, that voted for Melo. That voted for Melo because, one, he didn't like LeBron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so kept them from being unanimous. Same thing happened with Get Out. Get Out was supposed to be the uh, be the highest rated um, horror movie. Tomato, horror tomato movie. score for horror movie. Oh, cool. It was supposed to beat out uh, Rosemary's Baby, I believe. If you can correct me on that, I'm wrong. But I think it's supposed to be that Rose Ray's baby, which stood at, I think, 99%. Yeah, because after that one person reviewed Get Out, I think it dropped down to a 97 or 98. Yeah, so. But yeah, no. Yeah. No, so, yeah, but I think. But that's just like a. Yeah, but to go back. But those moments. And so, like, for for, for Coda to win and yeah. then, like, the follow-up the next day where it's like. No one talked about it. No one talked about Coda winning. No one's talking about. I keep forgetting his name. Um, uh, Troy, Troy. Troy Kotzler. For him winning. Like, best first, I think first deaf person to win. Yeah. Or I could say disabled person. I need to go back and do my research. It's so, that's what I'm so many great moments happened mm-hmm. last night for these movies that once again don't get celebrated. That just, that just pretty much got, it's just lost. Like, remember when we watched, um, I think we just first started doing the podcast at the time. Mm-hmm. We watched Spike Lee win. Yes. You saw how happy he was? Yes. Like, that was a moment talking about, like, Spike Lee finally won an Oscar. Yes. And it's like, and it's like, it's like for this, none of these movies will get that because the whole conversation is about should Will Smith have went up there and slapped Chris Rock. And I think, to me, that was the biggest, mm-hmm. like, I don't you can, we can say what we want about stay, not stay, but, yep. but, but to me, that was the biggest loss to me of the night was and that, that these and that's great kind of, movies are just lost like this year was lost because it's now the will smith slap year and see that's why when i say we're kind of where my stance is on it i'm not super just like stuck in my ways or right. I'm, I'm, I'm immovable stubborn about it because at the end of the day it's like this moment happens i don't care i don't really give a shit if about not sound give a shit about slap sure defend your wife Awesome. Yeah. Sure, Chris Rock don't don't go too far with jokes. Awesome. I don't give a fuck about the discourse. Thank you. I, I don't give a fuck about discourse, bro. <laughs> we do this every day on Twitter. <laughs> we do this every. I'm bro. with you, man. No, I'm a, like, I'm 100 with you. Like like people like I'm like people like Will Smith had the right. I'm like sure he had the right to be mad. I don't I, like fine. Like yes, again, Chris Rock was wrong. Fine. Like again, I don't care about again, that part. Let's say let's say it's, let's say it is real. 
Let's 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 just let's just really let's take my my take out the way. Okay. Let's let's say it's real. <laughs> sure, Will Smith could be mad because yeah, you're joking about my wife has alopecia. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna feel away. Like, hundred percent. If you joke about my wife and she has like an eating disorder, and you kind of let's say like they're doing banquets at the Golden Globes, and she's kind of like clearly not eating. not eating or whatever, and you make an, and you you make like a tongue in cheek joke about it, I'll probably be mad as fuck at you. Yeah, hundred percent. Will I go up there and slap you? Probably not. Probably not. But also, that's your reaction. Yeah, like I don't know. Just, just everybody's everybody's able to react differently. Yep. So that's why to me I don't care. Exactly. But that being the only takeaway of last night, it does bother me a little bit. That and that and that is my biggest issue. Is that that is the only that's literally the only. And yeah, you kind of see people. You kind of see some clippings. You kind of see some news, especially from the movie Hollywood Reporter, Variety, all of them talking about. Uh, the Oscar winners, but that that that's become the big takeaway from the night, and I think that is the most unfortunate thing because Coda won't get, you know, that boost that the Oscars usually gives those Best Picture winners. Um, same with Nomadland. I think when Nomadland won, no, Nomadland may got lost in the sauce with the Chadwick Boseman thing. But yeah, so that 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 for me that was that was the biggest that was the biggest that was my only takeaway from it. Where I was just like, wow, this is gonna be the moment. Then he goes up and does the speech. What did you think of his speech? His best picture speech about how Richard Williams came out of him in that moment. And die, die, die. I'm just curious. You're talking about Will Smith's speech? Yeah, for actual best picture speech. Anyways. <laughs> All right, so, hold on, so, so, so I don't know when we're, we're going to wrap this up. Let's do this because the Oscars is dying. Rating wise, I said it rating wise. Mm-hmm. What does the show to you need to do to fix it does it does it need to stay in the three hour time limit yeah. does it need like what, it, what what does the show have to do to it, you for it, you think for it the ratings to go back up because my thing my thing unless it's the hall award shows are long they are very long outside of the mtv movie awards <laughs> like <laughs> even all, the nickelodeon awards all, are award, long. all award shows are long so my thing is just keep people engaged just like one of those things where they're trying to pander so badly they're trying so hard to pander to an audience that didn't care about them in the first place. Ding, 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 ding. So here's the thing. Now, if you want that audience, probably nominate more movies that are kind of outside your box. But again, there was always at least one movie that was a phenomenon nominated for Best Picture at some point. Right. Which is... Even if, even if it wasn't going to win. Yep. I, sometimes it wins, sometimes it doesn't. Because... Um, how far back do you want me to go as far as years for Best Picture? Because I can read through them right now. Go back, man. Let's do it. Okay. So let's go through where I would say where the epitome of what we think about the Oscars started in 1990. Okay. So I'm going to start there. There's always at least one movie that was really big. Now you could debate, oh, man, superhero movies, this and that. They're big right now. Who cares? That's just, who cares? Um,. Oh, this is. I like bro, how you put that. I mean, who cares? Like, I love, a, I love the energy. I mean, bro, who gives a shit? I wish you. Like, like, at least what? nominate one of them. Like, who cares? So, in 1990, Driving Miss Daisy, Born on the Fourth of July, Dead Poets Society, Feel the Dreams, My Left Foot. Oh, one. Driving Miss Daisy. What? Dead Poets Society didn't win. And also, this is the year I believe Spike Lee was there for Best Original Screenplay. Okay. Denzel won for Glory. So this was actually that's how deep this year was, three hour. Oh, I'm gonna read off the runtime of the shows too. Okay. 1991 duration three hours and thirty minutes. 
Ooh. Nielsen rating, 42.7 million. That's 28.4% Nielsen rating. Okay. Very high. Very. This one. Ooh, this is a good year. Dance of the Wolves, Awakenings, Ghost, Godfather Part 3, Ooh. Goodfellas. Ooh. On top of that, Kathy Bates wins for Misery for Best Actress. Okay. So I'm counting three box office hits. And again, you could debate. I don't know. Just. Oh, I think. Oh, now this is my favorite year. The clean sweep. The clean sweep year. Historic. Best picture. Silence of the Lambs. Beauty and the Beast. Bugsy. JFK. The Prince of Tides. This year, Silence of the Lambs won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actress. Hmm. So, my <laughs> oh duration three hours and thirty three minutes forty four point four four million. So the, it's not the runtime is what you is what is what we're going with here. Three hours and thirty three minutes. Fascinating. Right. And also this this is the time where Billy Crystal kept hosting. They mm-hmm. had the same nigga hosting. So you have a you have a you have a good hours, host. Three hours and thirty three minutes. This is 1993. 45.7 million viewers. So the show is growing. Yep. This is Unforgiven. Best Picture, Best Director. So you have Unforgiven, The Crying Game, A Few Good Men, Howard's End, Scent of a Woman. When does the show peak for views in the last 15 years? Last 15 years. Now, that's where I'm about to go through. When does it, when, when do we peak for years? I'm curious. When we peak for years. If I'm going to make a guess, I'm going to assume. The Avatar year? I would say we peak before then, because it start it starts going down a little bit, but then again, we know the boot it boosts back. Woo! Oh yeah, this Titanic's here. Titanic. Fifty-seven point twenty-five mil. Yep. This is almost a four-hour show. Three hours and forty-seven minutes. So what you're so 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 you're saying it? So what you're Bro, saying, it's not the run. Nineteen ninety-nine was four hours. The runtime is not killing the show. This one's Shakespeare in Love one. Okay. Forty-six million. Four hours and nine minutes show. <laughs> Billy Crystal is still hosting. Last time I mentioned his name was 93. It's 2000 now. He's still hosting <laughs> his show. Just had. <laughs> this one, they finally changed it up with Steve Martin. Gladiator. A big hit. Three hours and 23 minutes. Four. Yeah. Four hours and 23 minutes show. Man, you guys really. Beautiful did. Mind. Lord of the Rings. Chicago. The things going to start kind of slow declining. And then it comes back up again. And that, you know where it comes back up again at? Where's that? Lord of the Rings. Oh, it's Return sense. of the King. Makes sense. Three hours and 14 minutes. Now the viewership drops off a little bit. This is Million Dollar Baby, The Aviator, this year that Jamie Foxx wins. For Ray. Still relatively consistent. It's always at this point in, in between 35 and 44. Dream Girls nomination is nominated for eight, eight awards. The Departed wins the most. Now we're at 2008. Ooh, I think that's where the decline is going to start. No Country for Old Men, Best Picture. Also in the conversation was, I want to say, There Will Be Blood. Uh, what else is there? There Will Be Blood, Good Atonement, old. Juno, Michael Clayton. Juno! I love This is 2007. Was oh, Juno year. was another one of the presenter, presenting groups. It was, wasn't it? Juno was another one of the presenting groups. Although Michael Sarah wasn't up there. Three hours and 30. See, they're still kind of in the 30 million viewership. So we're going to... I'm going to stop when we hit under... Ooh. Oh, yeah, this is your 40 million. This is uh, Avatar, Hurt Locker year. There you go. Their viewership goes down. This is the King's Speech year. Let's find under 30. Still upwards of 30. Damn, they did 40 million views for Argo Life of Pi? I 
makes sense. Argo was forty. Big. Yeah, this they're going up at this point. It's two thousand. Two thousand Bert. This is the Birdman year. They had thirty-seven view, million viewers. So they're still going up. Thirty-four at twenty sixteen. Mind you, this is just six years ago. Yeah. And this is the whole Oscar so white year. So they still had a lot of viewers during that controversy. Thirty-three million. Yep, this is the year where it has that huge drop off. Which year is that? This is 2018, actually. So it's immediate. They go from 33 million to 26. Oof. From 26. So from 26, they go. I'm terrified. Oof. 26, they're about a 29, the Green Book year. Okay. That's the Black Panther nominated year. 23. This is. uh, Parasite year. Oof. Show dying, fellas. Dog. Whoa. They lost 13 million viewers Oof. from 2020 to 2021. Oof. That's the uh, that's the COVID year. Yep. And last. So what were they at? So what were they at? Whoa. They they were at 15.4 this year. Oof. This year. Yep. What were they at last year? Ten. All right. You got. Oof. Show is dying, fellas. It's dying fast. Ah. Ugh. Now to have that big of a drop off off of, because they were you go from thirties to the twenties. <laughs> show is dying fast. And the only talked about moment is really just the Will Smith thing. Yep. Well, do you think we'll ever see a point where there is no Oscars? Nah. Again, it's still film prestige. Yeah. There's still it's always going to still be there no matter what. Like you think there is a point where there's no Oscars on TV? No. Okay. Nah. So ABC will never fill that three hours with something else. Nope. I guess there's nothing because, else. And also, like, they, they strategically place, because the Oscars is always... I see the Oscars like Easter. They never know when they want it to be, what month they want it to be in. Because so, is it usually in April? It's normally... Or is it Febu- always... It's normally in February. On some exception years, it's in May, It's in March. Oh, I didn't know it was usually in February. It's usually in February. Okay. So, like, when Parasite won, that was in February. Was it really? Yeah. Okay. When um, Green Book won, that was also in February because it's before right it before we started the kinda, podcast. That makes sense. It did feel kind of late this year. That makes sense. Yeah, this is, so normally they always randomly push it in March. So they're always strategic in where they place the Oscars at. Hell, last year they did it in like April, I believe. That's what I was saying. I thought last year they did April. Yeah, they did super late last year. Yeah. But that's because most movies weren't in theaters. Well, so. if I was the Oscars, I would 100% get a host that I know can draw people himself. Yep. I would tell my host... Don't poo poo on all the movies, and also that come out. And that's when, at one point, you start—they're already rolling with ten best picture nominees anyway. Just create more of a balance. Like to me, what would have been the balance this year? Do you really agree? No Way Home should have been nominated best picture. Probably not. But I have all the movies that were released last year, and I don't know. I don't really don't know what to tell you. Really, find a balance because. I'm sorry, superhero movies aren't the only movies that are hits, truthfully. That's very true. They aren't the only good movies that are hits. You have happen to have a year that No Time to Die was out. And on a regular year, let's be honest, No Time to Die would have made a lot of money. But did they even recognize Tenet last year? I don't know. No, they did not. It may have got some of the, like, sound. Um, you probably should have nominated Tenet for Best Picture. Sound, yeah, yeah. Because you, Christopher you, you, Nolan has his own fan base. should have nominated Tenet. You should have. And people will hear that and they'll be like, uh, awards shows shouldn't be tied with agendas. I'm like, wait, bro, awards shows, shows are all tied to agendas. 
They've always have been. It's always have been. So before anyone hears you and goes like, oh, listen, boy, the only reason you can nominate him is because of the agenda. Like, no. Li- like, listen, bro. The whole thing they're pushing throughout the entire, um, I'm just say 2010 Oscars because I don't even know what year they'd be on at this point now. Uh, the 2010 Oscars, biggest thing to talk about. Best picture, best director. Um, best picture, best director. Freaking James Cameron, Catherine Bigelow, his ex-wife. Like yeah, and she beat that nigga. Like we yeah. just start beat this nigga. Yeah, like yeah, like, <laughs> that was the most talked about moment. Yeah, I feel the Oscars. You just got to find a way to. It's always agendas, truthfully. It, it always, you just have to find a way to include. And truthfully, and you know what? Also, they need to stop doing. Yo, to get people to start caring about the Oscars more, and they're they're kind of trying to do it with the voting. They, they need to just kind of cut. They need to just say, hey, with the Oscar base stuff, cut it out. <laughs> with Stop the Oscar bait Cut it out. <laughs> They're never gonna do Cut, that. You know That's I mean? a tall order, man. Cut it out. That's a you tall know, order. You know, you know my my thing is pick one. Either you get the racial feel good movies or you get the classic <laughs> old time Hollywood movies. You can't get both. You can't get them both. Pick one. Maybe we should just put them all in their own category. No, 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 no pick. <laughs> no, because the, they always like to choose those to be the spotlights. Then yeah, they do. You, you're so 100% just like, right. So choose one. If you want to spotlight one of them, but you can't. To me, it's like this. You can't just have this clearly Oscar bait, old time Hollywood ass movie, and then come back next year with with some fucking Oscar bait. Like, bro, it's like, damn, nigga, he's up. Well, because I remember, you can't go back to back. It's like niggas would not shut the fuck up about the artist. No, so so curious how you go, right? You give us King's Speech, yep. clear Oscar bait, good movie, clear Oscar bait. Yep. Then you have the artist win Best Picture in twenty eleven. But you know what the, uh, you know what the most talked about movie at the Oscars was that year. Wait, so Frank Franco hosted twenty eleven, yeah, and one and his movie won best, best best uh best picture. Franco was one hundred twenty seven hours. King Speech won that year. Oh, okay, I'm confused. I'm confused. Yeah, yeah I thought you just said the disaster. Nope. Art- Franco was nominated. What year did Disaster Artist win? Disaster Artist didn't win. Oh, I thought you said Disaster Artist win. Okay. No, the movie The Artist. Oh, The Artist. I'm sorry. With, I'm, tripping, uh, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Javier Bardem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. That's I don't not know Javier why Bardem. I thought you said It's kind of like Javier Bardem. Because Disaster Artist is 2014. 2015. So, no, I'm off. you have... Remember, in 2011, you know what the most big, the biggest movie we talked about that year was? The Help. Oh, yeah, So, you have yeah. that. Bro, so you, you just whooping our ass, bro. Like, I think they said all those ladies in The Help have an Oscar now. Probably. I believe that's what I, 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 they said that last night. But go ahead, yeah. So you give us the help, which is clearly Oscar bait, racial feel-good <laughs> movie, white savior movie. And oh, then yeah. the movie that actually wins is a silent film. <laughs> it's about 1920s Hollywood. Like, bro. Then the next year, you give us Lincoln. Like, hey, chill, you keep talking chill, about Lincoln. Hey, chill, chill, chill on Lincoln, 2013 man. was 12 years slave. Oh, like, yeah, 2013 was 12 years You slave. are whooping our ass with this Oscar, <laughs> with this Oscar bait movie. Like, damn, dude. <laughs> It's like back to back. I was truly back. shocked when I saw Birdman winning Best Picture. It was like finally we I was broke like, in the mold for a second. I was like, thank God, we're free. And then Spotlight won the year after. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, bro! I was just like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I don't even remember the one Best Picture after that. Hold on, let me look and see, because bro, they just be whooping our ass with these movies, man. Because let me see. Hold on, hold on, man. Let's say Spotlight. Like they just won't stop. They just keep going and going and going. Because even to an extent, you could say The Shape of Water was an Oscar bait type movie. 
Guillermo del Toro, because again, but it's also Guillermo del Toro loves like old Hollywood and things that made that kind of sponsored his love. So I can't be mad at him for that. No, but he still put enough of a creative twist on that yeah, story where I was like, where That's I, what, I can't yeah. be mad at it. It's, it's not yeah. generic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So no, I can't. I, I, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw him all the way in that category. So, so with Spotlight, I think we caught up everybody off guard. The Revenant had the most nominations. Mad Max Fury Road took home the most awards, and then Spotlight wins Best Picture. A movie again, probably not many people saw, but it's not interesting enough. Like that's a movie about where the journalists uncover and try to break the story about the, the about the, the Catholic, Catholic Church. Yep, that's the one with Ruffalo, right? Yep. I'm stupid. After the um, did I get my timeline right? So yeah, because after Spotlight, that's La La Land year. Again, Oscar bait. Whooping our ass with this Oscar bait stuff, bro. <laughs> Oh man! And it's like, well, bro. I, th- I just hope the show can just get back to celebrating movies, man. If, if we can get back there and the ratings don't ever get high, then so be it. But as long as we can just get back to a show that genu- genuinely entertaining, and I feel like the movies and the moments are celebrated, then the Oscars wins for me. I don't think I'm asking too much either. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. But as long as we do that, we're good. You see, you would hope. As long as we do that, I would hope. Knowing these niggas? No, no, yeah, knowing that. I don't know if we'll see best fan moment and best cheer moment again next year. Oh, no, Snyder fans ruin that. Yeah, I don't think we'll see. I don't think we'll see. I'm sitting there watching this trash-ass scene of Flash. <laughs> I, I got They said he breaks the speed force. Like, this nigga moving slow as shit. He look like he running underwater. I will. I, I, I would say that that, that, that award, will, that we will not see that one again. So, yeah. But that was the Oscars. What a night. Maybe we'll try again next year. And you know, Will Smith, they, they always, I was reading, he got a movie coming out next year. that That's a early prediction, I believe, to be a, a Best Picture nominee. Yeah, so is Concussion. It's, and then the debate is going to be, is he even going to be allowed at the show? Because there's going to be a consequence. Like, I don't know what it's going to be. They're not going to take his Oscar. I saw people saying they're not going to take his Oscar. But it's going to be a consequence. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, and, he's, probably, and, he's probably not going to be allowed to go next year. Yeah, and so probably won't probably won't get an invite, which he probably would not care anyway, because Jada was also pushing the uh, the boycott the Oscars movement. That's why I was shocked. I wasn't shocked she was there because Will was winning. But but, I, but remember, remember, I told I told people years ago the only reason that she was pushing the and again of course she's going to support her husband. Hundred percent. But most of the reason she was pushing the Oscars so white movement was most because Will Smith didn't get nominated for concussion as he shouldn't have. I was about to say he should not have. As he shouldn't have. I, I, I'll give you, I, I, I'll give him King Richard. And I, that, and that's why people are talking about, nah, the joke that he, the joke that when he was uh, dogging out Jade was out of line. I said, if you see it as out of line from six years ago, oh, again. Oh, the, the, the joke's from way back. Yeah. Oh, no, no. My thing is, if you didn't have an issue with it then. Yeah, because at the end of the day, what, the, no jo- had an what, issue with it what the joke was like, what, what the joke was like, um, what joke was like, um, like it's, it's pretty much same time. It's talking about like her. Is you say you're boycotting the Oscars when you guys weren't even nominated? Like he's like, oh, we're against, like, we're anti Oscars when you guys didn't nominated. And that was probably that was the biggest critique. It's like you don't really care about the marginalized voice. You're just mad that your husband didn't get, didn't get nominated. Which was kind of now the joke. The, the joke he made was like it's like me saying I tur- it's like me turning down puss from Rihanna because she wouldn't offer it to me anyways. Which is. It's a joke. It's a joke. Like, it's a joke. It's kind of clever. Kind of. I'll, I'll just leave it. It's it's, it's it, a joke. It was a joke. He went. He that's what that's the that's the direction he went with that joke. I'll just I, that's all I had to say on that. <laughs> I mean, but we all know he he's we all it's, it's almost like documented how much he wanted to smash Rihanna. <laughs> like he really wants to smash Rihanna. Uh but 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 my boy, 
As do I. As does everyone. It doesn't matter because my boy Rocky is over. They're married. They have a kid. It's over. Oh, they're not married. But they have a kid. <laughs> it's over. ASAP Mob with Thomas it. <laughs> yeah, no, that nigga just really won. Like, yeah, he, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, regardless if they break up or not, like, he has her child. Like, <laughs> he has her child. It's. <laughs> Now, people are gonna be talking about this shit forever. And... Oh yeah, no, this is literally going to be the 2022 Oscars. I am already tired. And they about to make. They about to. They're already, I'm talking about. They're gonna. They're gonna milk this shit forever. Are we getting old, or is the moment just not as cool? Because you know, you catch us five, six years ago. Like I feel like we would have been the ones like tweeting into the night with memes <laughs> and stuff. Like, are we just getting older, man? I think we're just over it because again, we do. It's because now if it was just straight up jokes. Some of the jokes was funny. Some of the jokes were very funny. Like, they, bro, like, they, everybody hates Chris soundbite. <laughs> like, bro, Will Smith was dancing with his award to get jiggy with it. <laughs> Which I, I was like, as much as, again, I know there's a whole run joke that I hate Will Smith. I don't hate Will Smith. <laughs> I don't hate, I don't hate whoa, Will Smith. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. We're not going to brush over that because you're on 93 episodes here. <laughs> I was here for a lot of episodes at the beginning. And I think myself, along with all our old Ivy's podcast members, along with all the guest stars you've had and your wonderful listeners, want to hear you say that one again. Go ahead. I don't necessarily hate Will Smith. Okay, it's wow. Like, no, my whole thing is I just don't think he's as good as an actor as people put him put him to be. Like da, 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 da. That's all that's all my shit was like. All I don't, right. I don't right. hate that nigga. Okay. Like it's cool. Like I'm not gonna I was gonna be like anti like Fuck the Oscars if he won. Like, congratulations, my nigga. Like, I think the moment I saw King Richard, I said, he's got this in the bag. I was mad. Like, I, I, I was, going, I was going to sit here. I was going for Tick, Tick, Boom. The only person I was rooting for was Denzel. Again, to me, Denzel's just a better actor. Like, Denzel's, but not He wasn't going to win it. I knew he was going to win. Not for Macbeth, no. Which, he was phenomenal, you know. I, 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 I didn't get to see that one yet. That's the only one I haven't got to see. But, like, if I'm, like, I'm, that's probably, I'm probably the time I, root, I was ever going to root against Will's, it's Denzel. But that's it. Yeah, congrats to him. Oh, and, congrats, I, and I expect, and I, I, and I will be disappointed if he wasn't dancing to any to Big Willie style, anything, any of his music. If he was dancing any of it. I would be disappointed. <laughs> it's just the moment was ruined because of the slap. It's just like, bro, I don't even care anymore. Even his moment was ruined. Like, and he cried. Yeah, like, he cried. His moment was ruined, and that's why, to me at least, that's probably why I would not have done that on stage. I would have, I, I would press that nigga at the. At oh, hundred percent. Hundred percent. I mean, at the after show, because the after show, everybody sees it. Oh yeah. So you would have seen him get pressed like afterwards. Hundred percent. But like now, everybody's gonna be talking about the show. You win your actual Oscar twenty thirty minutes later, so like your moment is kind of because he spent most of his speech, half his speech apologizing. Sorry to the academies. Please invite me back. And he's Richard, definitely not. He, Richard Williams sold. He may, yeah, he may not uh, get him. He may no, be he, banned he for like a year. He will be banned probably next year. Yeah. Yeah. But they won't take away his Oscars. That's how yeah. people saying that. Like, what? Not, let's not blow this thing out of proportion. Yeah, no, was, they're not gonna take away his Oscars. Not gonna take away like, his Oscar. yeah, they're probably just not gonna buy him back next year. One hundred percent. Which I expect. Like, one hundred percent. He slapped a dude on on TV on slapped, the show. Again, this is this is be take away if I think it's staged or not. <laughs> but yeah, regardless of stage, not like someone got slapped and your hand was across someone's face. Like someone's getting suspended a show. I'm definitely calling this episode Big Willie style. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> if you real, you do a Jake's fourth and long thumbnail on Will Smith's head. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> if only he was here for the episode, I would definitely do it. <laughs> Man, uh, it's sad. Very sad. But uh, but other than that, 
Go go see the Oscar movies if you haven't. Like I said, no, they're all really good movies. They're all pretty good movies. They are long, as they remind you last night. But they're 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 really well. Koto wasn't that long. Koto was like an hour forty five. So go see the Oscar movies if you can. They were good. I enjoyed them. Yeah, power to cinema. Well, appreciate you having me on, man. Of course, man. Now back to retirement, I go. Nah, you coming back? No, nah, you nah, gonna come back going, to some we're going, we're going back to retirement after this one. You gonna be back? You gonna be? Nah, bro, you gotta be back for episode hundred. Nah, well, if everyone comes back for episode hundred, I might come back for. Episode they are coming back for episode hundred. Yeah, but, like Jake, it was Jake's idea. But I, I don't know. I got, I, I don't know. I've done two. I, I gotta head back into retirement. So, so I'm TBD for episode one hundred. Nah, you gonna? You be heard back. me on? You heard me on ninety three. Uh, episode ninety three. Nah, you gonna be back for hundred. TBD. We getting all the brother husbands this time. T. Remember, Isaac didn't come back for episode fifty, so like all y'all niggas got to be here for a hundred. Isaac didn't come back for. No, then got sick. <laughs> you got like a cold or something. <laughs> no, nah, he was legit sick. I think he had like a cold or something. <laughs> he couldn't. <be. laughs> or it was just like, or that thing this pre-vaccine era. So like, <laughs> it was just like <laughs> they only going nowhere. <laughs> They did. Jake had to leave early, so it's mostly just you, me, and Kel. Pre-vaccine era. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, we'll see. We'll see about episode episode. We'll see. TBD. I'm TBD. I have to get the full brother husband. TBD. I might just mail in my jersey. Like y'all can hang it in the rafters with you guys. That's nasty. That's nasty. I'm I'm mad that joke has lasted as long as it has. What? Brother husband. Oh yeah, no, it's a whole thing though. I came, up, I came up with a new nickname. The squad. The what? I came up with a new nickname for the squad instead of brother husbands. What name is that? I'm scared to hear it. It's the Sodomy Boys. And that's a wrap. Was was at the end of um? No, we're not out. at the end of. Remember the other 100%. guys? It, we're done. It was like from remember Don't from it. from Dirty Mike and the it's Boys. Over. <laughs> the Sodomy Boys. I'm pretty sure that's. Never mind. I ain't gonna give it that. Remember they did. Remember from um. Remember other guys like thanks for the F Shack signed Dirty Mike and the Boys. <laughs> Imagine that's like it's like signed the side of me, boy. That's like there's no man. context to that's sick, man. No sir, no sir, no sir. I pushed back on brother husbands for like 25 episodes, and I'll be darned if you think I. I Old Kendall pushed back on brother husband so sodomy boys can live. That's the funny sick. thing about brother husbands, it was just a joke that we made before the podcast. They just stuck. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. It's a sick joke that never left. Like I just assumed eventually it would die. I thought maybe Antonio Brown would like overshadow the brother husband joke, and it just like never did. Like 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 the power of the brother husband joke overshadowed Antonio Brown. It overshadowed a lot. It overshadowed everything. So no, and then the, and then for it to evolve in the sodomy boys is sick. And like I said, that's why I gotta go back into retirement, man. I gotta go to work in the morning. <laughs> I can't, I can't deal with this, man. can't deal with this. I have fun, man. Appreciate you having me on. Of course, man. <laughs>